Monster made out of clay? Yes, the Gollum. Yeah. I mean, wouldn't that be a better song? Gollum, 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 <laughs> my main amount of clay. Yeah. I Where suppose. should a dressmaker oh, yeah. build a house? Uh, outside? On the outskirts. Oh, <laughs> that's good. Very good. Uh, what is a parrot stuffed with? Polyphilia. Polyphilia. Polyphilia? Yeah. (laughs) Polyphilia. Polyphilia? Polyphiliac? (laughs) Oh, man. Keep my little jigsaw puzzle. Well, in keeping with tradition, I've almost certainly started this episode with a rubber band Christmas. Oh, yes. That demented rubber band music. Excellent. Uh, As opposed to the non-demented rubber band music? Yeah. Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) We're wearing our paper crowns. Over our headphones. (laughs) So when did you... uh, Jolene, have the uh, Christmas crackers always been part of uh, tradition for you? Yeah. Yeah. They're they're fairly new to me, like in the last 10 years or, or less. Yeah, I'd seen them, but I'd never... Never bought them and cracked Never them had a cracker. Just knew of them. So they should have a toy of some sort and a joke and a paper crown. Yep. Maybe candy if it's a really deluxe one. Oh, I guess posh people have... Yeah, you can get very Gold fancy ones. Gold coins, yes. diamonds. Bit- Bitcoins. <laughs> yeah. Keys to sports cars. Emeralds. Ooh, I want a key to a sports car. That'd be cool. No sports car, just the key. <laughs> just the keys. <laughs> Look, I got a Bugatti key. <laughs> right? Uh, so this is our Christmas extravaganza episode. and uh, Happy solstice. Yeah, it, we are literally recording this on the shortest day of the year. Uh-huh. Snowstorm just died. Yeah. Yeah. We're in Denver and... Uh, it, We're getting it, ready for the big chill. What, about 30 degree drop in a, about an hour, hour and a half? Uh, it was like 10 minutes. It, it went fast. Yeah. And there was debris and garbage and junk blowing past yeah, the I shop. Yeah, I texted someone who was like, what's the temperature? I said 46. And then like 20 minutes later, it was, you know, eight or something. <laughs> it was yeah. like, oh my God. Yeah. It was unreasonable. Yeah. And the... One of the dogs was barking at the weather in the car. And good example of, you know, everyone complains about the weather, but no one does anything about it. <laughs> she was ready to do something about it. <laughs> Birdie was like, oh, hell no. You know, you will not blow debris and garbage past my car. No. Yeah, we're not having it. So 
happy solstice, everyone. And if you celebrate Christmas, well, we're about to try to ruin it. Yeah, yeah. You're listening to Chewing the Scenery, a Merry Christmas episode of our podcast, where we friends get together and talk about some horror movies which we will spoil. Maybe some recently watched, try not to spoil. I'm spoiling them all for okay. Christmas. Yeah. I was spoiled by them. <laughs> you know, I only have one to share, and it's something I really enjoyed. And, and there's no spoilers, I mean, unless you don't know what happened to Ronnie James Dio. But, uh, yeah, uh, we thank the Moonrays for giving us intro creature features if we played it. I think I'll probably put a rubber band Christmas at the beginning of this, which we have permission to use. Um, From the rubber band from the, the, the rubber band musicians. I tracked one of them down about five or six years ago when we first started the podcast and wanted to use, because it goes in and out of uh, tempo and in and out of tune, and it just sounds like someone would murder somebody to that music. <laughs> and, and that's why I wanted to use it. But uh, we're not uh, critics. We're not professional critics or any other kind of critics. We're just your hosts. I'm Richard. I'm here with Jolien. Ho, ho. And Will. Happy New Year. So, uh, recently watched. Who wants to start? I think you do. I watched Dio, Dreamers Never Die. This is a uh, brand new documentary about Ronnie James Dio. And I have to say that some of the interviews, uh, people who gave some insight into who Dio was as a person uh, and as a professional musician outstanding um of course his wife wendy dio who i'd never seen or heard before uh it was kind of cool to know why her name was always on the albums as his manager yeah she did a good job she got him to the top and when he wasn't on the top anymore she didn't stop him from keeping going that was pretty cool um lita ford formerly of the runaways eddie trunk uh who you've probably seen host a lot of heavy metal stuff Rob Halford, Tony Iommi, um, Geezer Butler, of course, the Black Sabbath guys, and uh, uh, Vinny Apice, if you pronounce it that way. I never heard him say Apice or Apice. Don't, don't know. Yeah, I don't really know. Um, Don Coscarelli, who directed mm. Phantasm, directed one of the videos, the Last in Line video. Um, and uh, there's a really cool part with Jack Black. So this covers the... Uh, early career of Ronnie James Dio when he was a young man and he had some doo-wop bands and then the evolution into, you know, some different rock and roll sounds, the different influences when he was young. Uh, and he was a really good singer and mm -hmm. he, and it was, a, he explained that why he was able to push that big voice out of such a small body was because his dad made him learn trumpet when he was a little kid <sighs> And he's like, yeah, you push the trumpet from the same place you push your voice. And, and he's like, and I was made to practice three hours a day. I think it was three hours, he said. And uh, he had no choice but to be a musician. And, but he loved it and started, a, you know, like I said, that kind of doo-wop music and all that stuff that was popular. He was in New York State. And, uh, and then uh, as things around you change and you grow a little older, you start to get different influences, different tastes. And at some point he was just like, yeah, this psychedelic stuff is all right, but this other stuff that's coming up, this heavy metal. And he discovered Black Sabbath and Deep Purple and stuff like that and was like, wow. And his band became Elf. And so you learn a little bit about Elf and the success they had. And they 
they toured with, uh, I think it was Deep Purple, and they were opening. And did it, them and ELO were opening. <laughs> and all of a sudden, before you know it, he gets asked to join Rainbow. So he's the singer of Rainbow, and they're mm-hmm. really successful with him as singer. That's because, my favorite stuff. With yeah. yeah. In fact, we were listening to some of that in the car several months ago. Yeah, Stargazer. And- yeah. <laughs> so Man on the Silver Mountain, all that stuff. So it's so they're charting the career and and like the unlikeliness that he's going to have good success with a unknown band like Elf, you know, opening for these huge bands and playing stadiums and then become the singer of one of those bands. And then um he ends up out of that band because Blackmore isn't digging it. You know, Blackmore's like, "No, this is my band. Why is everyone paying attention to this singer?" Mm. Then doesn't sound like him. No, not at all. <laughs> no fragile ego there. <laughs> and then, of course, uh, you get into the Black Sabbath years where Ozzy's out and they're looking for someone. And that guy that just got kicked out of Rainbow or just left on, you know, whatever terms. Let's get him in here and talk about this. And all of a sudden they put out a couple of just gigantically cool albums, you know, totally different sound for Sabbath. And then... One more step, solo career. Holy crap. You know, this guy just keeps, you know, succeeding because he will not stop. And that's what everyone said about him was like he would put in all the hard work and was kind to everyone, but didn't take any shit. So great story. It's sad to see, you know, that he winds up dying at the end of it. But don't we all? Yeah. (laughs) You know, at different times. I thought Elf was the worst band name I had ever heard. And then you said Rainbow. <laughs> That's what's weird is like, it doesn't sound like you'd have a hard rock or a heavy metal band out of that. Not at all. No, but yet. Elf, you're playing Christmas tunes. <laughs> right. Heavy metal Christmas tunes. And that's why this kind of fits and into it. You end our... up blowing your brains out at the end of the <laughs> tour. Uh, oh, after you played Rocking Around the Christmas Tree one too oh, many times. Right. Oh, and when Jack Black tells the story of Dio showing up to record stuff for The Pick of Destiny uh-huh. with his own microphone, this is a great story because it's like, oh, why does this guy bring his own microphone? It turns out he knows what he's doing mm. because, well, so, this one spoiler. Other microphones can't pick up his voice. He knows what he needs <laughs> because, I mean... Love him or hate him, depending on where you stand on it. And I've always thought he was great, but uh, got to see him live a couple times. Um, just a gigantic voice. So fun to just get all the backstory on all of it. Mm-hmm. So where, where did you see this? Um, it was a, I think it was a Showtime oh, okay. doc. Um, don't worry, it's something you don't have. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> you want to see it? You don't have it. And if it was free, just us talking about it shoved it behind a paywall. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> Everything we talk about immediately goes behind a paywall. But uh but that was uh that was my only real uh uh recent watch. Recently watched. Yeah, I think. Um I I know I watched some TV, but nothing that I need to talk about here. So uh yeah. All right. Nice so recommend. Highly recommend. You know, super fan is going to just go, hell yeah. <laughs> but, you know. Then they're going to argue. Yeah. That's not right. Oh, and speaking of super, super fans. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's not how that happened. Sebastian Bach is in this one. Uh-huh. And 
it just reminds me every time I, it's so joyful to see that guy because he's kind of a halfwit, but he loves everything about heavy metal and rock and roll. It's like, you can't, you can't get like uh, a cross word out of this guy. He's just like, Oh man, I love this so much. And everything. He's just jumping up and down about everything. He has the kiss pinball machine and probably likes even the bad kiss albums. <laughs> anyway, Will, what'd you watch? I watched Black Phone. How'd you like it? I liked it a lot. Um, not the best thing I've ever seen, but I think if I was a kid about 10 to 12, I would have really dug this movie that had come out back then. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, pretty decent. Um, they don't spend a lot of time giving a backstory on the killer, which is nice. Because Rob Zombie didn't direct it? Yeah, just... <laughs> We don't need to know why he's killing people. He's just killing people. Yeah. Isn't that enough? That's scarier. Sometimes. I mean, unless it's something real freaky with his mom making out Santa Claus. <laughs> uh, something understandable. Which happened in a hell of a lot of movies yes. I watched this week. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I recommend Black Phone. Um, not much to say about it. Like, it works the supernatural into what could be spooky without supernatural. Yeah, it was nice. and uh, Yeah. Um, give it a B plus probably. Yeah. Uh, then I watched last night. I watched Smile. Mm. Um, it was good in certain ways, but it reminded me a a lot of It Follows, mm. but not as good as It Follows. Okay. All it right. Follows had not just the the it. I guess, uh, the threat in the movie, but the filming was good. The characters were interesting, all of that. This felt, uh, a little, a little weak in the story. And, uh, I found the editing at the beginning kind of jarring. It was, uh, Hmm. like it could have just been a, a, you know, scene with two characters talking, but they have to cut a couple times and do that, uh, kind of pull back from the image while the sound drops out. They also did the, uh, and I'm officially sick of it, uh, where the camera turns over, or the drone camera turns over, mm. or they flip the image. I don't know how you do that, but uh, wow, that's a that's a boring, stupid <laughs> shot to keep copying. Um, yeah, I, if you, I would watch It Follows if you haven't seen it before. I'd watch Smile. Hmm. I thought it was a pretty good depiction of depression, um, you know. Apparently the campaign for it was pretty clever because they were planting people at sporting events. Anywhere there was a news camera or something and they were planting people who were doing... Who the, were smiling. Who were doing that smile. Mm-hmm. And uh, everyone else is just doing the crowd thing and there's this one person, who was, their head tilted down with a crazy grin. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, I'd probably pass on Smile. Okay. I have so far. Uh, uh, <laughs> on something I don't have. Pet warning, <laughs> uh, 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 a cat dies. So uh. You don't see it die, but. And here's a PSA for that. There is a website called doesthedogdie.com. Mm-hmm. Jolien told us about that a long time ago. You can consult that one if you want to know. And it's more than just dogs yeah. die. Yeah. I'll tell you if it's a parakeet. Mm-hmm. Or if people are vomiting. 
Oh, or man. if parakeets are vomiting. Use of syringes. Ooh. Oh, really? They have all the triggery stuff, Yeah. Huh? Yep. That used to bother Eugenia a lot. Yeah. Uh, couldn't stand seeing a syringe. Yeah, syringes, eye trauma. There's a lot of triggering things for different people. Yeah, I want to see them all. <laughs> <laughs> just go ahead. You're going to come out with a hell of a horror movie. Just go ahead. You know, I, I don't want to see it. I know I don't want to see it, but at mm. the same time, I really do. And <laughs> I want to be disturbed in yes. a way. You want to make dead dog injection three. Ooh, where they're inje- injecting dead dogs into people. <laughs> Miniature dead dogs. Yeah, I'd be like... Fantastic voyage, but with rabies. Yeah. yeah, and zombie dogs in the bloodstream. Sure. Awesome. I'm all for that. I'm edit this bit out. Mm-hmm. No. That's gold. <laughs> That's gold. I don't edit any of that Pure kind of stuff. Pure gold. Out. I don't edit any. Just coughs once in a while. <laughs> you see? And then, uh, yeah, the rest of the week I watched uh, lots of Christmas movies. Lots of murder and Santas. Yeah. I think I like Christmas horror movies better than any uh, Halloween horror movies. I think Christmas is a better spooky time. Yes. You know, it, it's all colorful. People are supposed to be happy. And, and then you've got some murderer who... There's, there's an argument to be made that those Hallmark Christmas movies have a lot in common with horror movies. Uh, formula. The formula. I yeah. was I was uh, lamenting the fact that we get, uh, you know, Hallmark Channel Christmas movies and and there's ghost stories in Britain. Yes, they've got a new one out. Oh, well, I'm sure there's 15 uh, new Count Magnus this year. Hallmark holiday specials yeah, this it's, year. It's on something I don't have. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> BBC America shows like American TV shows. Yeah, they were showing <laughs> and then Graham Norton once a week, and the rest is Star Trek. And yes, I was like, well, Bones. Patrick Stewart's British. Is that the tie? Why is he British? Why isn't he French? I again want Gerard Depardieu to play Captain Picard. Mm. Yeah, or, or at least Peter Sellers. Yeah. Okay. How about Jean Renault? There. Yeah. I but like I that. think, uh, you know, uh, only if he gets to smoke cigarettes while he's yes. flying the Enterprise. Do you really fly the Enterprise? I mean, is the captain's never holding control? No, the captain doesn't. He just bosses people around who yeah. do the actual controls. I mean, you've worked hard enough to become a captain. You're not steering yeah. the, you know, the boat, the boat, <laughs> the space boat, the space boats, uh. starboat. Starboat, that's a that's a great idea for a series. Uh-huh, Starboat. Just like Wagon Train. Yeah. <laughs> you never end up getting anywhere. No. That that stuff works the best if you never end up getting anywhere. Yeah, just like life. Just like this show. <laughs> no, I promise we'll get there eventually. No. Jolian? Yes. Recently watched. Um... All right, I, I watched, uh, you lent me a movie called It's Just a Game from 2018. <laughs> you're going to talk about it? <laughs> I, I will if you want. Yes. Go ahead, go ahead. I feel really bad about uh, talking about shot on video films because people got together and made a movie. Yeah, they, isn't that, you're like, oh, at least oh, they made a movie, but yeah. God, they made this. <laughs> <laughs> it's 81 minutes. It's a minute short. Yeah. It's going to cost you a grand. Um, 
So, uh, yes, um, I shall edit here. Uh, nerd girl summons uh, mother murder. Uh, then it's a home invasion thing. Then the home invaders turn out to be from a cult run mm. by Brother Thaddeus. Um, and uh, he's also played by uh, the director, Daniel Emery Taylor. Um, yes. Uh, <laughs> I I thought it was the opening couple of shots. I thought, oh, cool! It's not going to be just a home video sort of production. Right. You've got this kind of uh, might have been a drone shot, like comes down in front of this house, and then it pushes in and goes down the corridor. So, oh, uh, all right, bit of imagination, cool. Yeah. But then the rest of it's like close ups and mm. reading close ups of long dialogue scenes. Oh, damn. Mm. So, little background. This was a free Blu-ray that was there was a stack of them on a table at uh, Bruce Fest where I was vending. And uh, when I bought something from the Bruce Fest table, they were like, "Hey, the director left these. Wants everyone to have one." Yeah. Huh. So, you want um, me to walk it over to the trash? Is what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> uh, shot in Bridgeport, Alabama. And uh, one of two movies I saw uh, with a brown acid LP. Huh. Huh. Back to back. Weird. That's weird. <laughs> but uh, we'll get to that when we talk about our Christmas things. Um, Patrick Still Lives, 1980. Directed by Mario Landi, who did uh, Giallo in Venezia. Uh, Nigh plotless. Um, <laughs> to the point of boredom for the first hour. Uh, although the scenery and people are pretty, uh, same house as they used for uh, burial ground. Mm. Remember that one? Yeah. Etruscan zombies. Mm, yeah. Uh, Mariangela <laughs> Giordano gets the nastiest death again. She was the one who uh, got chewed on by her son in burial ground. Okay. Um, she gets this really nasty death in this one. Oh my god. <laughs> um, and uh, from from that point on. It gets less and less, uh, has less and less interest in a coherent plot. Um, there's death by boiling swimming pool, Ooh. death by hook, death by car window, death by electrocution. Uh, there's, a, there's a nice sort of goblin-y soundtrack by Berto Pisano. Um, yeah, this is a sick pappy. Mm. <laughs> uh, it's called Patrick Still Lives because the Australian film Patrick had been popular in... Oh, okay. Italy, so that's the, the only relation. Um, is that the one with the guy in the coma? Yeah, it was one of, one of the 70s yeah, guys with coma, psychic mm -hmm. powers. Maybe my favorite one's Medusa Touch. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. Um, and I saw Hex from 1980 also. Where, um, this is uh, Kui Chi Hong... Uh, who he's the director of Killer Snakes, Corpse Mania, and everyone's favourite, Boxer's Omen. <gasps> oh, oh, no kidding. Um, which is now in this beautiful Blu-ray edition Ooh. in Shaw Brothers Volume 2, which I did artwork for. Anyway, nice. Um, so uh, this is like a um, similar sort of uh, lines to Japanese ghost stories like uh, Kasane Gofuchi, like a corpse gets chucked in the local pond and comes back to Haunton. 
Um, so this man marries into a salt merchant family for money, but soon after the uh, fortunes dry up and he uh, abuses his sick, sick wife and servants and almost all the servants leave. Um, violence escalates until the last servant left drowns him and dumps the corpse in a local pond. Uh, visions of the bloated corpse appear to the wife and uh, and then there's a twist and things get real. Ooh, um, right. There's um, odd tonal <clears throat> shifts, um, as you might expect <laughs> from Dr. Box's omen. Um, uh, yeah, it starts off as a classic ghost story, but <laughs> you get, you know, after a while you get people with the uh, um, all sorts of uh, ghastly things happening blood puking ghosts and um, snake whacking for real and wetting themselves in fear and meat cleaver murder uh, there's a Taoist exorcism there's a Buddhist exorcism there's a naked demon uh, covered in sp- <laughs> spirit uh, tattoos exorcism Um which is lit by this like a uh, stained glass window, <laughs> so it looks really um, tacky and beautiful at the same time. It's great. Wow! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Hex from nineteen eighty. Okay. Uh, check that one out. Um, okay, that's a Christmas one. And let's see, uh, Snow Trail from nineteen forty-seven. This is directed by Senkichi Taniguchi. Uh, his debut. <clears throat> uh, this is uh, scripted by Akira Kurosawa, uh, who directed a film scripted by Senkichi Taniguchi in turn um, this is the debut of Toshiro Mifune uh, it's got Takashi Shimura in it and Setsuko Wakayama uh, Akitake Kono and uh, Kobuten Kodo who plays like the old man in the Seven Samurai and stuff like that okay. um, uh, Taniguchi Westerners might have seen his he did this film called uh, International Secret Police Key of Keys, which Woody Allen got his hands on and redubbed. Oh, as what's up, yeah, Tiger what's up, Lily? Tiger Lily. Not the first person to do that. No. But, uh, yeah, that's probably the film most people have seen of his. Uh, music by Akira Ifukube. Um, yeah, oh, excellent film. Um, oh, all right. Bunch, bunch of bank robbers uh, head up into the Alps, and um, they... they they get into this family and the family doesn't know they're robbers. Oh, but then after a while the police catch up so they they, they like grab some of the family and get them to guide them over the top of the Alps. Mm, okay. Anyway, uh, so a swing shift from 1984. Um, so this is a lot of the same people who worked on Silence of the Lambs a few, li- few years later. Uh, Jonathan Demme, uh, stars Goldie Horn, uh, Kurt Russell, uh, Christine Lati from The Henderson Monster, Fred Ward, from Tremors, Ed Harris from Creepshow, Holly Hunter from The Burning, Charles Napier from Super Vixens and Silence of the Lambs, and uh, Roger Corman has a little part in it too. Star-studded cast. Yes. So, uh, uh, and then I saw uh, Bluebeard, the 1972 version. Um, This is, uh, in this case, uh, Kurt von Sepper is this Austrian baron and his latest wife discovers his secret... And um, so she's marked for death, and but he he tells her how his previous wives met their fates. Um, so it's great looking. There's all these like um, color themed rooms in it, and it's um, 
you know the, the cast is all beautiful um there's death by guillotine death by hawk death by drowning in wine Ooh. double impalement mm. um not all the women are cast for their acting ability um why no one would do that <laughs> a rabbit gets shot a boar gets shot um the hawk gets shot but you don't see it um calls out nazis as a bunch of incels Ennio <laughs> um, Morricone soundtrack. Oh, nice! And uh, the the various oh uh, effects by Carlo Rambaldi. Oh, okay. And the various women are played by Raquel Welch as a nun. Oh, yeah, naturally. Yeah. Sybil Danning as a prostitute. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, Verna Lisi, uh, Natalie Dion, Mario Tallo, Karen Schubert, uh, Augustina Belli, and. Joey Heatherton is the main one. Joey oh. Heatherton. Yeah. So, yeah, great looking, very kitschy. Hmm, okay. That's fun. Yes. Speaking of kitschy, there's a great Esquire magazine cover with uh, Vernalisi where um, she's got kind of the Marilyn Monroe hairdo and her face is lathered up and she's pretending to shave her face. And it's adorable. <laughs> Apparently one of John Buscema's inspirations. Oh, okay. So, uh, yeah, that's it, apart from the Christmassy stuff. So, Christmassy stuff. Uh, some murdering Santas, some other stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, what movies did you watch? I watched uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night, okay. one through four. Mm. Oh, my God, really? I could not get four to play, so I can't review that one. But the other three were just about unbearable, <laughs> except for... Part two, which is insane, more so than the others. Uh, I watched something called Don't Open Till Christmas, which about 15 minutes in, I realized I've seen this. And that's how every uh, every one of these Christmas movies went for me. I'd start it, and about 10, 15 minutes into it, I'm like, ah, I know I've seen this. This is like the goddamn witch in the window. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I watched... uh, That's the British one. Silent Night, Bloody Night, Mm -hmm. which doesn't have but a tiny bit to do with Christmas. Yes. Um, Whole time thinking, I've seen this. I've seen this. Um, What else did I watch? Uh, I watched Christmas Evil, of course. Mm -hmm. That's my favorite. Every year. Every year I watch Christmas Evil. Uh, every year I love it because it's it's nutty. It's probably the best of the I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus turned me into a murderer theme. Yeah. I don't know why that came about other than maybe the I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus song. Yeah. Or was this like some sort of weird fetish in the 50s? Maybe it was. I, yeah. I don't I don't know, but it's a, it's a good you know deep psychological thing to to base your movie on you know <laughs> yeah um, best thing about Silent Night Deadly Night one through three is that they show the murder by Santa Claus that caused the whole thing in all the movies in. Each of the movies, it's a different reenactment, so it becomes kind of a Rashomon. Maybe it was a revolver, maybe it was a 9mm, maybe Santa Claus, you know, stopped him because his car was on the road. You know, just little details. They're all slightly different. Um, 
Interesting. The third one is, I think they must have watched Argento's Phenomenon because the the actress, although she plays a blind character, her dress and demeanor remind me of Phoebe Cates in Phenomena. And she's a psychic. So oh. I don't know if that's... Uh, if that's really connected or if it's just applique uh, vests were pretty popular in 1989. Yeah, they were for sure. Every every teen girl had to have. If you were a strange, not like other girls, teen girl, you wore an applique vest. That's mm. how you stood apart. Yeah. Well, when when you start looking for a Christmas horror movie, you're going to have... And I just want to throw this out there. Movie makers, stop naming your movie Silent Night. <laughs> mm-hmm. Even if you're adding other words after that, just stop it. Because there's so many movies that are named Silent Night. Yeah. There's like five or six of them that are just named that. And then other ones that have added on words after it, like Deadly Night or... Bloody Night. Bloody Night or whatever. Um, Late Night. Krampus Night. I don't know. Just start... Shoving other words. All night. Yeah. What do you think the intention is, I want to ask you guys this, of people making Christmas horror movies in general? Do you think that it's a cash grab, generally speaking? Or do you think that they're really trying to make a horror movie? I think it's the, uh, the you know, horror against the backdrop of, of a happy holiday. Uh, although now it seems like in the last five years... There's been about a million Santa Claus movies. Mm -hmm. I know on this show we've talked about movies have become cheaper to make and easier. Why aren't people making movies? We're wrong. They are making movies. They're on Tubi, and they're all shit. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, If you go through Tubi, there's like 1,100 movies that are all versions of an evil santa claus and they have like you know some play on words for a title yeah santa sleigh sleigh bell some you know right something along those lines yeah so yes people are making movies they all look terrible because they're shot on digital and uh yeah is it, it do either of you think that the intentions are pure <laughs> I mean, is anyone, exploitation movies. Well, is anyone trying to go? All right, if I could just mix this perfectly, you know. Does anybody go into horror movies with pure intentions? Mm, I don't care. Generally, not. There's, I mean, even if you're like, I love horror movies. There's probably some bit of unsavoriness there. Yeah, and and I do think there is a there's a uh, a real problem with people getting into it thinking. Oh, well, horror movie fans will like whatever we give them, um, you know, as if we're kind of stupid or something. And we generally do. Yeah. <laughs> we might complain about it. We put up with a lot. But we put up with a hell of a lot. Yeah. Thankfully, right. it's paying off this year. I think <laughs> well, 2022 yeah, has been incredible. Yeah. A24 alone, yeah. you know, has really just sort of put their foot down and said, no. We shouldn't make garbage. We should make something good or at least interesting. And uh, why is it hard to imagine a sincerely made, um, truly scary 
Santa or Christmas themed movie? um, This time of year when everyone's on holiday, you know, for a few days in a row, um, you know, and you, if you're a horror fan, you're looking for a Christmas themed horror movie. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, it's a good sell. Yeah. You'll watch any crap. You really will. And, and yes, I did. I watched a lot of crap. I watched one that I really liked, another one that I kind of liked, and one that was just goofy, and I knew it was going to be goofy. So I can say that, you know, I lucked out because none of it was so awful that I had to turn it off, except for I did try to start, um, oh, what was it called? Uh, the one that had D. Wallace in it. Um, anyway. Uh, yeah, I saw that one. Yeah, I, I tried I to start watching it. what it is now. It just didn't look good. I was not more than 15 minutes in, and I said, I'm not going to invest uh, emotions or time in this. You know, I'm not going to be upset by I only have 75 more minutes to go. How right? bad can it get? Right. Um, so that's what you watched. Uh, for the most part. I mean, I watched starts of a lot of things that I've seen before, but can't remember the names of them you know because they're all basically the same title uh-huh you know santa something christmas something something you know. slay something silent mm-hmm. yeah. i've got my killer santa list from last time we just... <clears throat> oh okay oh, oh man what do you got here killer santa special i'm not gonna read all of them this too no man. no no but any good ones any you well, watch I, this I, time i added in a new new one i saw oh what is it so yeah what did you watch um, so I watched, uh, well, firstly, I'll mention Adult Swim Yule Log, which is on HBO, uh, also known as The Far Place. Um, this is directed by Casper Kelly, who did a bunch of shorts. Okay. Um, this is about a cursed Yule Log. It's a cursed Yule Log video. Oh. So uh, So it's not just a video of a fireplace burning? It is. Okay. For several minutes. Then it changes. Oh, okay. But like the first half of the movie is, well, I don't want to spoil it. Okay. okay. But anyway, it starts off as just a Yule Log video. Then it takes different directions. I'll, okay. I'll take, a, I'll take a look at it. Uh, yeah, some people love it. Some I'm, people. I'm willing to give it a shot. Yeah, yeah give it a try. Give it yeah. a try. Uh, you're, you're like some of the stuff that happens definitely. Okay, good. Um, yeah, very, uh, I, I was entertained by that one. And, and I watched um, Christmas Bloody Christmas, which is on Shudder. Christmas Bloody Christmas okay. was one of mine also. Okay. So it's directed by Joe Bagos, who did VFW. Yeah. Um, and this satisfies the Killer Santa and Robonica. Yeah, oh. yeah, that's true. So the Robot Santa? Yeah. Well, that's no spoiler to say so. I mean, you, you will get that from the art. Oh, straight off. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the dogs are I'm riled so up. Sorry, about... I'm sorry, I'm barking tonight. <laughs> so uh, you've got this uh, woman named uh, Tony, who's played by Riley Dandy, and she was in actual Christmas movies. She was in a, a California Christmas City Lights last oh. year. And she plays this record shop owner, and uh, you you can enjoy looking at all the posters and the walls in the record oh, shop. Oh, yeah, always. <laughs> so they've got the rats are coming, the wheels are here, Spookies, Mondo Bellordo. And she's got, like, patches all over her clothes. It's, yeah. it's like Kathy's Curse and Black Candles. There's lots of deep dives. Yeah. Um, so her and her friends are attacked by the Santanator, 
<laughs> yep. played by Abraham Benrubi, who's who played Santa in A Country Christmas nine years ago. Um, so at one point she says, choose the scenery. Did <laughs> yeah. you notice that? Yeah, I did. Um, this is a shot on a 16mm Kodak film, so it's like kind of grainy, looks like uh, Mandy. Yeah. Um, it's got stone and metal music, a lot of which I liked. Right. Um, Sheriff is played by Jeff Daniel Phillips, who is Herman Munster. Right. And he's been in, uh, I think he was in um, uh, Three from Hell, I believe. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, up, it's up here somewhere in my shelf. <laughs> It's the one that the stink lines are coming off of. <laughs> flies, are flies are buzzing around. <laughs> should get rid of that. It's stinking up our, our podcast studio. <laughs> so there's a brown acid LP in it. Yeah. Um, let's see. There's lots of improv, i.e. swearing. Uh, there's a lot of swearing. Don't take take a drink every time someone drops the F-bomb and you'll be dead. Right. Um but yeah, so I was watching this, you know, hanging out with these people, you know. All right, this is like student days. And then about a third of the way through, I realized the plot hadn't moved forward at all. <laughs> well, yeah, and that's the thing is, is I think they were trying to just acclimate us to the characters. Yeah, but for for why a third Pourquoi? of the movie? <laughs> it's got to do something else. Yeah, I did. I I was noticing this too, and I looked at the. I paused it so I could see like. On the little timeline, like how far was it? Yeah. And it's the little blue line or whatever. It's right. like, oh, we're about 29 minutes into a 90-minute movie. Yeah. And it's ridiculous. That it really kills the uh, rewatch for me. Yeah. I'm not going to bother with it again. But uh, I've t- told Emily about this. Yeah, the first third of it, they, all they were doing was like chatting about when bands cut off their hair and drinking and stuff. Like that. And yeah. She's like, oh, it's, so it's kind of like a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That stung. It's accurate. Yeah, sure. (laughs) Um, Abraham Ben Ruby. uh, Now, I have to ask. You probably didn't watch ER, but did you ever watch Parker Lewis Can't Lose? Mm -mm. It's the guy that played Kubiak. Oh man. Yeah, you remember him? Yeah, I remember Kubiak. Yeah, and Jerry from ER. Yeah, I always liked this actor, so I was happy to see his name pop up. Although I didn't recognize him through the Santa beard. Um, Did you recognize? Um, our old pal Jeremy Gardner from uh, the Battery. Oh, and Sma- uh, Spring and yeah, and uh, that other one with the monster gonna come through the front door. Midnight something. Yeah, you didn't recognize Jeremy. Okay, uh, Jeremy Gardner. Yeah, he's a he was in it. He was Officer Smith. So go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, it's basically it. it's like once Robo Santa gets going, you know, it's pretty. What you expect to yeah. terminate like the yeah. first thirty minutes were filler, yeah. <laughs> and uh, um, you know it's, it, it looks nice, and I like the cast, and but uh, yeah, I don't think I'll bother again. Well, it you know given given the choice between this and ninety five percent of the other Christmas horror movies, uh, yeah, I would probably go back to this one. You know, just based on that. Um, Oh, Jonah Ray, who you would know from the MST3K reboot. Mm-hmm. And the, the Nerdist. Nerdist. Yep, the Nerdist. Uh, yeah, he's he's in this as Jay. So, yeah. It's Jonah Ray. Jonah Ray. Um, th- this one didn't... 
okay, it didn't bother me that, you know, I knew it was wasting our time at the beginning. I, I could tell what it was doing. It was putting the filler up front rather than interspersed throughout the middle. I think that's what it was doing. Um, just trying to give you the the flavor of, you know, this little town. These deep, and, meaningful characters. Yes, giving <laughs> us, yeah, just sort of uh, endearing us to these characters or something. I don't know. Or something. Uh, or just uh. wasting time to make sure that it fleshed out as a 90-minute movie. But once it got into the Santa slaying, the killing, the hunting and killing, uh, which is supposed to be a military-grade robot that they've, for some reason... <laughs> reprogrammed them to make them uh animatronic robots huh, like yeah, santas that, that makes sense yeah like you would sounds s- reasonable you'd spend all that money on that kind of technology that's just going to stand there going ho 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 in your record store oh that elon musk no all kidding his great ideas yep so turn my killbots into santas yeah yeah and just not have them do anything special I mean, if if the Santa was doing something, I could understand where. Well, you know, we're we're gonna sus- suspend our disbelief a little bit, but no, it, it's like you could get something from Spirit Halloween store that stands there and moves its arms and says something. You know, there's no reason that this thing should be several million dollar robot. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Some of the kills were really crazy, and some of the battling back against the robot Santa was kind of cool, too. Mm-hmm. So I'll give them that. Some of the action sequences. Okay. Yeah. Anywho, what else, Julian? Um, that was it, as far as... That was our overlap. Christmas horror goes. Okay. Um, a goofy one I won't spend a whole lot of time on is Sleigh Bells. S-L-A-Y, Slay, Bells, B-E-L-L-E-S. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, the, this, what, what made me give this a chance was that... The Bells part? Yeah, the play on words was just so choice. No, uh, that Christina Klebe was in it. And I really like her. Um, what was she in? Uh, if you remember um, Halloween... Uh, Tales of Halloween. Uh, there was this. There was a part where these jack o' lanterns were out of control and trying to kill people. Uh, it was called Bad Seed. That was the segment. Yes. I don't remember any part of that movie. <laughs> she was Detective McNally. So. Oh yeah, who could forget that role? Yeah, yeah. Um, Will you'll probably remember from the Rob Zombie Halloween. Uh, she played Linda, Linda Vanderklok, but. Somehow, she also ends up in, uh, oh, I want to say Hellboy, the 2019 Hellboy. Mm, the bad Hellboy? <laughs> A.K.A. the crap, crap Hellboy. <laughs> yeah. And she's been in a bunch of CSI, Law and Order, Rescue Me, all that kind of stuff. NCIS. I played corpse number two on CSI. <laughs> SUV. No, she plays Corpse One. Oh, okay. She's yeah. moved up. Anyway, um, so I thought, well, you know what? She's in this. It looks goofy. Maybe it'll be fun. It was fun, but you, there's there's no way that you could just go, all right, I, I'm going to believe that this is actually happening in front of my face. No, it's just not. Uh, it's about three girls who are like these YouTubers that are 
going to sort of cosplay as Christmas chicks. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> They've got striped tights and little skimpy outfits on. And their plan is to sort of break into a sort of Santa themed amusement park that's abandoned. Uh huh. And they get in there and weird stuff starts happening. Well, it turns out, and this is no big spoiler because it's kind of in the trailer, uh, Santa hangs out there and lives there. And they do something dumb that unleashes the Krampus. So now Santa, who comes across as very much a biker guy, played by Barry Bostwick, which was the other reason I gave this a chance. I'm thinking Barry Bostwick. Sure. He's not good in anything. (laughs) (laughs) You've Except watched the, him in Rocky Horror Picture the Rocky Show. Rocky Horror Picture Show. A hundred times. Well, Spin, was it Spin City? It's always Brad. Was it Spin City? Yeah, he was on Spin City. Or was it Just Shoot Me? No, he was on Spin City. That's the one? Yeah, okay. Played the mayor. Yeah. And he, yeah, that was the one. There's some really f- funny stuff where he's playing that mayor, because the mayor is supposed to be dumb as a sack of hammers. And uh, anyway. Um, they I, couldn't get Tony dancing. <laughs> right? <laughs> Anyway, uh, it's not good. <laughs> it's, it's not good. <laughs> it's not especially funny. Uh, it's it's just, if you're going to waste some time and you just want to watch these particular people goof around making a goofy movie, it's it's silly. And it knows it's silly. That's the thing about it. Is it's not taking itself seriously at any point. And it also seems, as a movie, to not care about any well, that's where these movies fit you know you 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 put your kids to bed at the end of christmas you're stoned out your head when eggnog yeah <laughs> and you're like, with too much nutmeg i am watching right christmas or uh the other one i watched was silent night and if you want to know which silent night this is the reboot one this is no no it's not even related oh, dear. um it's just called silent night which like i said there's a dozen movies by that name several of which are horror uh, this is the 2012, uh, movie directed by Stephen C. Miller based on a screenplay by Jason Rothwell. And it's, um, supposedly based on Silent Night, Deadly Night, but it doesn't really seem to do much of that. Uh, the story seems different. Um, it's got Malcolm McDowell in it. So of course I was going to watch yeah, that's it. That's the one I was thinking of with Donald Logan. In it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that was supposed to be. That's similar to Silent Night, Deadly Night. It seemed like all the weapons were different. Plot points were different. Um, the characters say, Garbage Day! <laughs> there is a re- reference to that, isn't there? Uh, mm, let's see. Don't know. Yeah, someone, someone takes out the garbage and says garbage uh, day. Oh, okay. Well. It's it, got thin kills in it. Yep. It's got Killer Santa. Yep. Uh, kid gets killed. Yes. Like in Christmas, Bloody Christmas. Yeah. Which which itself began as a proposal for a Silent Night, Deadly Night sequel. Oh, okay. Like, what if we did it, but the killer Santa was a Terminator? Yes. Oh, yeah. Because uh, that's the thing. This guy comes out of nowhere, dressed up as Santa, puts on a weird plastic mask... Like one of those kind of translucent... Oh, just like Don't Eat Open Till Christmas. Mm. Ah, okay. Um, 
That didn't actually have a killer Santa. It had a Santa killer. Mm, yes. Because he, he was walking around killing Santas. <laughs> oh, I get it. Yeah. Um, yeah, this one is just uh, Santa on a rampage. Uh, pretty interesting that they cared to film it well, you know. Um, get some. Yeah, I like the opening of that with like James Kahn and yeah. all that in it. And then, yeah. then that's over. And... Yeah. Then it just goes rampaging on. Uh, it's 94 minutes, Will. So if you don't watch the credits, you're, you got a 90 minute movie. All right. Uh, what I can say about this is it looked good. You had some, you know, interesting bits with Malcolm McDowell and uh, Donald Logue and all, you know, pretty decent cast. Uh, yeah. The, he considers people naughty and he kills them. So that it has in common with the original. Uh, I thought it was just something using the same title, but I didn't realize it was necessarily based on that same uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night story. It, it varies from it enough, but uh, it's pretty gory. So if you want to watch some hacking and slashing, there it is. Um, I do recommend it. Out of everything I watched, uh, don't... It was one of them. <laughs> yes, it was one of the three. Uh, I don't recommend Sleigh Bells, but okay. the other two, sure. Christmas Bloody Christmas I thought was a lot of fun. This one was pretty fun, too. Well, I'm glad I didn't watch Sleigh Bells. I was going to. Yeah. But, you know, I had to watch another Deadly Night, Silent Night, Deadly Night. It's just not worth it, is it? No, no. The uh, third movie has almost nothing to do with Christmas. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I don't think. They just stick it other over. Other than a guy with the, you know, in the flashbacks having Christmas suit. Most of the time, the killer walks around with a big plastic dome on his head and his brain exposed. Mm. Huh. Because he got killed so, in the last one. So they just stickered over some other movie. Possibly. Yeah. That's probably you all know, it is. Uh, I like that the original killer's gone and now it's his brother. Oh, okay. <laughs> they just switch over. Like, eh, it's, it's close enough. So It's a bad franchise is what I'm saying. It starts crap and it just keeps getting worse. <laughs> so I'm already worried about a year from now trying to do this again. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Dear Lord. I mean, do we just go, all right, we're just going to say to hell with everything and watch... Hanukkah movies. Watch a bunch of bad Krampus shit Krampus movies. <laughs> just there's so many... It's like, oh, just get a fursuit and some stupid costume bits and just have him run around and we'll, we'll just fabricate some dumb story and here's your stupid movie, you dumb dumb. Kwanzaa kills. <laughs> Kwanzaa kills. Yeah. Mm. Saturnalia. I'm sure there's some way to. Yeah, that's a good one. Some play on words that we could yeah. do there. Yeah. Um. But yeah, next year, what do we even do? Like, <laughs> like the worst of the worst? Do we just like decide we're going to watch stuff we know sucks? Or should we watch Hallmark movies and. Ooh. Mm. Try to describe them as horror movies? I wrote down a um, bunch of movies that are coming out next year or two. Oh, okay. Do you want to do them now? Or? Yeah, sure. And so I think the big one for us is Maxine. Yeah. Yep, definitely. Um, Can't so wait. that's the only one I'm really uh, excited about. I'd that, be interested in the uh, the one about the Demeter. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Voyage uh, of the Demeter. Lost yeah. Voyage of the Demeter. Yeah, yeah. That might be a good one. Um, if we do get Nosferatu from uh, Robert Eggers, that would be great. Yeah, that'd be great. I believe that's coming out. This I hope so. Um, there were several that I, I read a list a while back. I can't remember a single one of them. But well, uh, I, I can read out some titles, and you can give your uh, yay or meh. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so David Gordon Green is next going to strike at The Exorcist. Don't. <laughs> Exorcist Just 2? Don't. Yes. Uh, we've got Six Cream. Yeah. Six Cream. All right. <laughs> so close to Sex Cream. Uh, Merthrigan or Megan. <laughs> Merthrigan. I heard I saw, that's bad. I saw the preview. It looks like it's going to suck so bad. It's in January. So uh, those are the two that incorporate a number into, into the title. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, Scream, uh, Six Cream, what they're doing is like, uh, if you write out the capital <laughs> letters, then the last three bars of the M are Roman numeral six. Oh, okay. So yeah. it's Scream Six. <laughs> um, all right. Not, not Scrathreme or Scraform. Scraform. Uh, there's another M. Night Shyamalan movie uh, knock at the cabin you've probably seen the trailer for no I'm not. no um i'm blissfully unaware of this one uh couple and their daughter go to this cabin in the woods and then these big people turn up and and cabin invade them mm. and uh that uh and this is what i gleaned from the trailer so it's not spoiling it unless the trailer spoils things which is unheard of yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they never do that. But uh, they're part of some UFO suicide end of the world sort of cult, mm. and uh, the uh, the captives have to choose one of them to be sacrificed amongst oh, themselves. Okay. Uh, based on a novel, apparently. Okay. Uh, Insidious Five. God, I didn't even know there were three or four. Insidii. Mm-hmm. Insidiis. <laughs> Um, you could replace the Why? first S with a five and be amphibious. <laughs> uh, why do we people say cabin in the woods? Are there cabins in the city? That's the point. I want yeah. to build a cabin in the city. Yeah. Actually, in Las Cruces, there was a cabin in the city because it was one of the first buildings ever built there. It was like a log cabin. And it was downtown on a little patch of land. And it looks spooky as hell. (laughs) (laughs) I love that you said downtown. Yeah. Like, I don't know anything about Las Cruces. I didn't picture it having an actual downtown. It's the second largest city in New Mexico. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's got, I don't know. It's got lights and everything. It's got lights, electricity, a sewer. I see it in films. Uh, Yeah, yeah. We've got some running water. Mm-hmm. Uh, Renfield. Oh yeah, because yeah. uh, Nicholas Cage is Dracula. Nicholas Cage is in it. I've As seen pictures. Dracula. Of mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got his very smart smoking jacket or something. Uh huh. Yeah, and long fingernails. Yeah. I think. Has a Nicholas Cage vampire movie been less than entertaining ever? Never. No. I will watch anything he's in. Uh, yeah. Meg Two. Meg now, too. You might oh. not be excited for this, but it's That's directed gi- by Ben Wheatley. It's a giant oh, okay. shark. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. I enjoyed the first one. All right. And Jason Statham's back in this one. Oh, okay. So Meg Two: The Trench or something like that. But Ben Wheatley, excellent. Um, the Strangers Three. 
Hmm. Directed by Rennie Harlan. Really? Yes. It's not He's like... still around? I thought not... he was banned from Hollywood for all time. <laughs> Director's jail. Yeah. <laughs> Evil Dead uh, Rise coming out in April. So it's not strange three years or anything like that? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what could you replace it? The, the E at the end. Yeah. Near the end. Strange three years. <laughs> so, Evil Dead 3 um, from the director of The Hole in the Ground which is a kids hole film you like those oh yeah I do you, you, you love those kids holes yep <laughs> uh, <laughs> alright The Nun 2 oh uh, everyone's why? excited about that because yeah. <laughs> the first one was good and there was this avalanche of like <laughs> shitty knockoffs of The Nun which oh, boy. itself was a shitty <laughs> knockoff <laughs> right <laughs> Uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife 2. <laughs> or, oh, fuck or, me. No. Whatever it's going to be called. No. Ghost- I enjoyed the Ghostbusters Afterlife. Um, Haunted Mansion remake. <laughs> oh, oh, lordy. Uh, Wolf Creek 3. <laughs> Why? Uh, Saw X. Saw X. Seriously. They're not going into space as I was far as I ask. know. <laughs> but Tobin Bell is going to be back in it. They're going okay. to the bottom of the ocean. Uh, alien they're going to have it in space alien in space maybe who knows um yeah there's going to be a hulu show and an alien movie this uh, is and the then there's uh, also the, the ridley uh, scott alien from a zillion years ago no yeah, i guess so and then there's the crystal lake series that's what i'm looking forward to yeah so it might be good it yeah, might that, not be those those last two might not be till 2024 uh that's too bad so anyway the only one i'm excited about is uh maxine right yeah 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 and if we get nosferatu then great Mm -hmm. nosferatu two (laughs) nosferatu with a two two (laughs) right oh he's a ballerina vampire (laughs) well there was a ballet version of dracula there was they do that every year here Guy Madden um, did a movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, Ballet Dracula. Ballet Dracula. <laughs> Living on blood, cocaine, cigarettes. <laughs> well, um, I have to ask you guys, when is the last time you tried fruitcake? Uh, I had a fruitcake cookie earlier this week. It was okay, but I was expecting a, a oatmeal raisin. So oh, when I bit into it... You were braced for that. Yeah, it was not the flavor I was expecting. And you were hitting the mouth with something else. Yeah, and then after a while, I was like, okay, this tastes like fruitcake. It's okay. Yeah. Fruitcake's okay. When's the last time you had it? Years and years. Is it better in England, or does it exist there? Oh, sure. It okay. exists, I'm It probably sure. came from there, right? <laughs> I don't know the history trying, of fruitcakes. Trying to blame it enough. on the English. <laughs> blame it on the English. Yeah. You're an American now. You can blame it on the English. It's okay. Uh, and the reason I ask is because, like, you see it in the store, but you don't buy it. And no one you know, it's, it's like Nickelback. You know, how the hell are they selling you know, selling out yeah. stadiums. I, I remember going into, when I was a teenager, going into someone's house and the, the mother had like uh, their albums in the kitchen 
and it, and it was like she had a, a Michael Bolton thing. And I knew he was like ridiculously popular, but it's like actually seeing one on a shelf. In the wild. <laughs> right. so, wow. That is weird, I imagine right? it's like heroin addiction. Who admits that they're a heroin addict? Yeah, Maybe I, that's I must have had some vague, unformed idea that like the company just bought millions of them and then just dumped them in yeah new in the, jersey or something in the, in the ocean <laughs> giving it out at conventions yeah the musician wants you to take one yeah. <laughs> my mom used to make fruit cake and we found one that was a couple of years old when after she passed Isn't it was about the same as a fresh one yeah yeah and that's the idea right that it, it'll just keep forever uh-huh if you put enough booze in it uh, yeah, and you should pour rum over it. Uh huh. I mean, pour rum over any confection, and sure, it's pretty good. Yeah, it'll improve it. So, so where are we going with this? Well, okay, <laughs> putting rum on your pancakes. How has no one ever worked this into a horror movie? I guess is my question. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, or at least, yeah, not not center the whole movie around it, but like, does no one ever get beaten to death with a stale fruitcake? I think no. You mail the fruit cake to people, and then they die. Yeah, and it gets so mailed to someone else. So it's like the ring, sort of. Exactly. Yes. Once you have the fruit cake, seven days later you die. If you don't, if you don't regift if it, if you don't, yeah, or if you don't finish it. So it's like in musical, seven days. Hmm, I think we're writing a good movie here. Yeah. So, so it's you like you could call it fruit curse or brute cake. Brute cake. <laughs> brute cake. Okay. Yeah. All right. We've got a title. All right. Yeah. Go on, carry on. Okay. I like it. So here's the thing. You have to forward it to somebody else and they have to receive it and then be stuck with it before Christmas. If it doesn't get to them before Christmas, it goes back on you and you die. Okay. So who, you know, it gets right down to the wire. You want someone to receive it with no time to send it either back to you or to someone else. I think in the last act, though, the fruitcake needs to become Sentient? a person. You yeah. know, a, some sort of bipedal being that kills. Like Ginger Dead Man? Yeah. Okay. Like the golem, but he's made out of fruitcake. <laughs> well, the Ginger Dead Man is made out of Gary Busey. <laughs> you know about this? Yeah. It's, it's one of the I've Charles Band movies. It. I've seen the previews. It looks terrible. But, yeah. Why Why did they choose a, a gingerbread man and not a fruitcake for that thing? Gingerbread man is something people have heard of, but fruitcake man is not. Uh, yeah, that's fair. I just thought it, it's interesting that you see these, like you actually, you go into a grocery store, you see, they'll even maybe be sampling them for you. Here, try some. No thanks. You know, no one's going to try that. That's where it's resentment comes from. Yeah. Yeah. Psychically so like, absorbs so that. Pre-credits, someone makes a fruitcake. Ten years later, <laughs> uh, there's a bakery competition, and one of the bakers made the original fruitcake. You don't know who it is. Okay. And then one by one. People start dropping like flies? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I think, I think that works. Because truly, you know, there are a lot of candies that have that have become extinct or are about to. You know, stuff that when we were kids, it was like, oh, that's something dads eat. You know, like the circus peanuts or licorice or, you know, whatever. Uh, chuckles or fruit slices. Or what are those called? Uh, oh, uh, orange slices. Mm. 
Toaster okay. Yeah, but these things like no one buys them. Yeah, once my grandmother died, I believe the orange slice industry collapsed. <laughs> the only one still buying them. Right. So, I feel like fruitcake should be dying a death at this point. I think it died already. They're just <laughs> fruitcakes still going around. Probably died about 1990. They just keep bringing them out of the back room at the grocery uh-huh, stores. Yeah, because they don't go bad. That's got to be. Or if it. they do go bad, it doesn't matter because no one's going to eat it anyway. Yeah, they're just going to regift it. Yeah. Yeah. That's 90% mold now. Oh, Christmas yeah. mold. Yeah, they don't even do any. Yeah, I was going to say they do something that prevents them from molding. That's probably the rum. Anyway, that's something I just wanted to bring up because I, you know, when you're in a grocery store and you see that, it's, it's like you have to ask, who eats this? And I think the answer is nobody. <laughs> why? Why are they eating this? Yeah. Why? Why? What went wrong in their life? Exactly. Um, any other uh, fun Christmassy stuff before we call it a show? Uh, Tubi has a ton of Christmas horror movies. Yeah. I think, you know what? I'm just going to jump ship on it and go watch Hallmark or that really awful Christian channel that's doing even more Hallmarky than Hallmark. Yeah. Yeah. They got the Osmond's Christmas specials on YouTube. Oh God. You said you were watching that (laughs) earlier. Do they bring any of their crappy siblings or is it just Donnie, oh, sure. and, Donnie and Marie? Oh, yeah, it's a whole cult. Oh, you have to watch Jimmy Osmond, too? Yeah. Oh, that little creep. So one of them's still a little bit rock and roll and the other a little bit country. <laughs> Always. Always good, good. That's what I want to hear. Uh, the Curse of the Variety Show. That's such a 70s That thing. needs to come back, the yes. Variety Show. Oh, yeah, we, we always watch uh, Bing Crosby Christmas special with David Bowie. Oh, yeah. Apparently, he's a neighbor. Yeah, just hated each other. <laughs> well, Bing hadn't heard of Bowie, <laughs> and I'm sure that pissed him off. Who was this? Who was this yeah, fellow? Bing that Crosby to do this was known as a real nice guy, anyway. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yo, yeah, his kids loved him. His kids loved him. <laughs> yeah, the Father Day presents he got. Oh, oh man, fruitcake every year, same one. <laughs> yeah, the one with the strychnine in it. <laughs> No, he would wrap a fruitcake up in a Christmas sweater and beat the shit out of them. <laughs> Not far from the truth. Look it up, people. Uh, can you imagine if Bing and... Uh... Never mind, I forgot. Yeah, I've, I've met... Uh... Reverend Jim Jones? Yeah. <laughs> I've met a couple of Crosbys over the years. Oh, I have Joan Crawford. Imagine if they had gotten together and had kids. <laughs> Oh, uh, you know, we. I, I wish we could outro with Blue Oyster Cult's Joan Crawford Has Risen from the Grave. Do you know that song? No. <laughs> oh, my God. Can you play 20 seconds of it? Yeah, I could. If I, You know what? If I can, I will. But if not, listeners, look it up. <laughs> it's an actual song by Blue Oyster Cult. <laughs> with some nice piano parts. <laughs> Does it have any sampling of her saying no wire hangers? I don't think so. I don't think I go. it should. I don't think they go there. Yeah, sampling wasn't as big a thing. No, not then. Well, shall we call it a show? Since we've answered the question about fruitcake. I believe so. And dragged Bing Crosby and Joan Crawford into it. All right, well, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, whatever you celebrate. Thanks for listening. Garbage day. Garbage day. 
I can say it all night. <laughs> I'll put an echo effect on it. Garbage day.